to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Children behave. That's what they say when we're together. And watch how you play. They don't understand. And so we're running just as fast as we can. you to Pub Lab today. Today I'm excited to talk about Yopaki. Really? Yeah. Are you? Have, what has it been like? Because you've been building in stealth for, gosh, dude, has it been like four months? So that that's a it's a two part answer. So it's been four months, but really, it's been more of a year in the making. I'd say that since I've been here in office with you and Keon and and Kyle and the rest of the plebs. Yeah, it's been about four months and it's been it's been intense. Lots has happened over that time frame. But but yeah, I'd say it's uh, it's a year in the making. Is it weird like keeping a project secret? I, I don't I'm not good at secrets, as you know. <laughs> you know me pretty well at this point. I'm yeah. not good at keeping secrets. Yeah. But what uh, what's that like? Yeah. Okay. You know, that's a that's an interesting question because the people that are close to me know that I've been working at this. In fact, uh, part of that journey that leads us to the four months prior to that, there was a full year of networking, going to events, talking to plebs, talking to the Bitcoin celebrities, going to the conferences, uh, just leveling up my, my knowledge about U.S. culture, Mexican culture, remittance payments, money, history. All of that takes quite a bit of time. So. Yeah, uh, it's been it, it's it's not so secret for those around me that watch me stay up at night just doing research. Um, yeah, it's 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 I guess it's not so secret. But now that that secret is out, it's been really exciting to to hear the feedback and the support from the Bitcoin community. Yeah, I, I remember meeting you at Austin Bitcoin Club. It was <laughs> you, your wife. Yeah, the good old days. Uh, and. Uh, Gosh, was that August or September or it's August, September, October? It must have been somewhere in that time frame, right? In 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Time goes by fast. So I've been in Austin for a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, around that time. Around that time. It was maybe maybe within two months of me moving into Austin, I heard about the the meetup, which I always loved, by the way. I can't remember the source, but one time you said that one of the most passionate things about doing the ABC was that you guys didn't call it a, a meetup, right? Yeah, it's a club. It's a club. <laughs> and and it's true. Once you show up, you You're can talk to club. anybody, man. Yeah. You just go and just talk, have a drink, and you connect in so many levels. Uh, yeah. It, do it was do, do awesome. you remember the first time I met you? I remember. Oh, yeah. Remember what you told me? I, I don't know. 
you, 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 came, you came up to me and you're like, yo, Cars, nice to meet you. I love what you guys are doing. I was like, you're kind of behind the scenes, right? Like you don't. Oh, like, you're, yeah, good yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wow. like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I like, I like <laughs> watching everybody have fun and I like just taking a step back and looking at everybody enjoy themselves. Like I really love that part about the, um, nice about putting on events and stuff. I mean, and then, I just say it, I remember, but that's good memory. And then, then, then it got into a conversation of, you were asking me, you're like, yo, so I'm building this app. And I was like, <laughs> really? What, like, what is it? Yeah. And then you started describing your packy. Yeah. Um, yeah. but at the time I remember we were talking to the other guys about it and I was like, Hey, I was like, did you meet Francisco last night? Like, it, like it was a, it was, you were, you were on our mind as far as like what, um, like some of the builders. Cause at that time, uh, Michael was coming around from Oshi. Right. Yeah. Keon was still kind of slowly building out Snacker News. The block party was around the corner. Block party was around the corner. Like yeah. there was a lot of things that were happening inside and outside yeah. of Austin. Um, and so like for me, like seeing that journey from that first day to where you are now, like last week announcing Yo Packy, you know, I mean, like describe, describe that, uh, that, uh, that journey. That's pretty cool that you just reminded me of that. So, um, it's contagious, man. Just being here in Austin, that energy that you talked about, I could see it. I didn't know you guys very well, obviously, but I could see that energy that you're talking about. And yeah, I, I talked to Michael too, and he was building his app and the block party, as I mentioned, was around the corner. I connected with other Bitcoiners that I had followed for months, you know, like Gentry and yeah, from Lightning Labs and, and other people. And not going to lie, you, you feel like if, if you're in Austin and you're hanging out with Bitcoiners, you feel responsible for, I got to do something because I have a knowledge that not everybody has. And depending on my background, I think I have a sense of how can I bring this to other people or more people or those that don't know besides family and whatnot. Right. So, uh, yeah. So th that journey really from that moment of, Hey, I want to build an app. It's just a, it's just a cute idea. Right. Mm -hmm. But then having to, to go through the process of knowing what it's going to be, finding the right partners, finding a co-founder, trusting those people around you and eventually coming into Pleb Lab. I mean, that's a whole process because there's a lot of things I, I did not know. Yeah. Um, I Quick, want, quickly for yeah. the, for the people that are listening, like what's your background, Francisco? Just yeah, so. that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So I was born in Guadalajara, Mexico, and at the age of five moved to Mexico city. So the, the truth is I call Mexico city home. I don't know if you know this about people that move from province to the city. There's a, there's a word for people that move to Mexico city. They call us Chilangos. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So if you ever call, if you ever hear the word Chilango, it's people from Mexico city, but they actually moved to Mexico city. Um, yeah. So I, that's, that's, I call home. Mexico city is really my home and, uh, lived there until the age of 18. I'm not going to dox my current age, but, <laughs> okay. uh, but then, then I moved to, to Salt Lake. I was in, in Utah for, for some time. I was there for a decade and uh, plus. And uh, my background while I was in, in Utah was in tech, all of it in tech. Uh, silicon slopes, as they like to call it. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a catchy name. So it is, yeah. A lot of companies from San Francisco have moved their headquarters over to, to Utah. So for example, Adobe's second HQ is in Utah. Um, there's a... All of the all of the fintech and 
all of the fiat companies have an operation out there. So I was part of that. I was, I was right in the middle of, you know, working with partnerships, um, with, with Google and, and Meta. I was in social media analytics and, you know, I, yeah. I thought I loved my life in, 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 in the tech world. Um, I built the go-to-market strategies for multiple startups out there in Latin America, which at the time, I, I remember this because this is one of my, my victory stories, right? Yeah. One, of, one of the companies that I worked for, uh, they hired me to be, uh, I was a sales executive and uh, their strategy did not include anything in Latin America. So I asked why. There's a lot of big companies in, in Mexico and Latin America. So I said, hey, uh, said, okay, if I start hitting up some of these companies and, uh, oh man, the responses I got like, no, it's not worth it. It's just, it's going to take too long. And, uh, we don't really have marketing material for that. And we don't, we just don't have training. And I said, it's, it's okay. It's my native language, Spanish. So I, I can take care of that. They said, you know what? That's fine. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I started working those accounts, right? And I'm talking big accounts calling them up, setting up demos and conversations. And eventually it led to, hey, we, uh, we might want to sign a contract, but the way things are done in Latin America is we, we need to know each other. We need to meet in person. We need to get to know each other. Right. Um, it's a very family-oriented culture. So they wanted me to be there. So here I go, knock on my uh, VP's office, and I, I explain, hey, uh, I need to go to Mexico to, you know, to, to get some of these agreements taken care of. And the, the answer was, no, no, you can't do that. We, we don't do that. <sighs> and I remember thinking, man, if I don't go, it's just not going to happen. So, uh, so I said, well, what if I go and I pay for it? So out of my pocket, I'm like, oh yeah, if you want to do that, that's fine. But you will not get reimbursed for anything. Yeah. So, you know, I talked to my wife and, and I said, hey, I, I think I need to do this because I've been talking to these people for months and some of these contracts for SaaS platforms take, you know, three months to over a year, depending on the, on the company. So for some of them, I had been talked to for, I had been talking to them for maybe four to six months and it was time to sign. She said, you know what? I think your intuition's good. So I'll, I'll support you just, yeah, go with it. So I go and, uh, I had, you know, pretty intense back-to-back -back meetings for three days straight, get back home. And everybody's wondering, hey, how, how did it go? And like, you know, I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fruitful. Within two weeks of my return, I signed what at the time was the biggest contract the company had ever had. So, wow. <laughs> so that's, that, you know, that's, that, that I, I guess that was the beginning of, oh man, things can be done. You just have to go out and do it. Sometimes it might cost you out of your own pocket, but um, that tenacity, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that, yeah. Is that all it is? You think when it comes I, to this stuff, there's a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I, I've, I've messed up a lot, you know, of, of contracts and situations too, but, but you only know by doing right. The work in that specific situation, I, you know, I was able to sign and, you know, it, it led to other um, departments within the company that allowed me to, to grow a department that it wasn't just Mexico. By the time I left that, that startup, we had contracts all over Latin America. We had Brazil, nice. Peru, Argentina, Mexico, Is it because they, they informed the other, you think? Is that, that what's going on down there? Because I know it's just such a different market than That's I guess point. Americans yeah. are, are kind of used to here in the States. Yeah. Um, what, do you think it, what do you think it is down there? Is it just a, 
like you said, a, a family culture. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a cultural connection. I was invited to speak at a conference. Uh, it was called Social Media Week. And that obviously gave us a lot of exposure for what we were doing and the type of uh, service we were providing. So yeah, once, once we had a handful of contracts, it, it was just a matter of, you know, keeping in touch and, and, uh, you know, just being aware of, Hey, there is someone out here working the Latam territory that someone was me. Um, that led to a second startup reach out to me and say, Hey, we've heard that you've done this go to market strategy operation for such and such. We'd love for you to come on board and do the same thing you did for us. We have access to more funds. You would have full support, et cetera. So I did that. So that was, you know, part two of that journey with the experience and the support. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that there's, there's a lot to say about the cultural connection and the, and that family connection that exists down there for sure. Yeah. Dude, it's inspiring, man, to see that kind of growth that you were able to achieve moving from Mexico city <laughs> to America, then jumping into startups. Do you, did you, how did you make that transition from the tech space to the Bitcoin space? Like over kind of what, um, what, what, what brought you into the Bitcoin space? I actually love this story. Was it sailor? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we've ever, uh, you're saying sailor because of a comment I made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we've never talked about my origin story. Yeah. We never have. Oh man. This is going to be fun. Yeah. 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 Tell me about it. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to shield my dad here. He, oh. He's, Dude, he's one of my heroes. My yeah. dad, I, I love him so much. So my dad, I, you know, growing up again, I have a hard ass dad. Like he's a man's man, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, all of the based kind of stuff that, you know, we Bitcoiners share, the cold plunges and the, and the, the carnivore and- The raw eggs, oh, the, the raw milk. The raw milk and the don't trust, verify, all of that. That was my dad. To the point that it, it bugged me for a while. Growing up as a teenage, you know, as a, or as a teenager, I remember always thinking, oh man, dad, why are you always doubting everything? I go, why? And he, he, he's somewhat of a historian. So he, he would always say, well, just, you just got to read. You got to read and you got to make your own conclusions. So dude, it bothered me. It bothered me because it was too much. He, like, he, he just doesn't trust the system, right? Wow. And, and there's a reason for that. You know, my, my, uh, we were really fortunate to grow up in a somewhat of a privileged situation because of his hard work. He actually comes from nothing. Like he, he really comes from nothing. And, uh, he started his own business. Uh, he went to a public school where he earned a, an engineering degree and, uh, he built his, his own company. Uh, that company grew to a certain size and, uh, people took advantage of him. He hired, you know, people he knew and, you know, jealousy, uh, was part of that equation. And, uh, at one point, everything he built was destroyed. I mean, he lost everything. So because of that, I think he also was always wary of, Hey, you, you cannot trust everything. Yeah. And, uh, he's always been curious to learn. And in 2012, um, he starts telling me 2012, dude, Hey son, uh, there's this new money. I think it's called Bitcoin. I keep reading Did about that really? it. 2012, man. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. I'm always going to take my crazy. butt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look into it. You know, it sounds, sounds interesting. Sounds cool. Sounds fun. I, I think you should look into it. And I honestly said, ah, oh, what is he into? You know, it's one of those inter internet scams or email scams. 
And then maybe six months later, again, he's like, hey, have you had a chance to look into it? And no, not that, but, but I will. Fast forward 2013. Hey, son, that's fine. If you don't want to do it, you know, that's just do it for me. If anything, there's this guy, uh, he has a show called The Kaiser Report. I've been following him for a while. I mean, we know who it is, right? Max yeah. Kaiser. Uh, and he goes, you know, he's he's got an interesting personality, but the dude is sharp. I, I think you should watch a few episodes. And, you know, he talks about Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, if anything, help me get some, because I think there's, there's a lot to it. And uh, at the end of 2013, that's when I finally said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll help you get some. And we got very little, man. I mean, I wish I could say, oh, yeah, but... He didn't just very little, but that was the first time we, uh, we, we acquired a little bit and it was interesting. And then, you know, you have 2013, 14, 15, uh, we had that bull run. And then of course the bear run too. But during that time we started reading more and I kept watching Max Kaiser mm -hmm. and man, it was just everything my dad had promised entertaining, kind of kooky, uh, yeah, fun, Max and Stacey are really knowledgeable, oh, man, just everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah, so most Bit Bitcoiners that are struggling to get their parents into Bitcoin, I have the opposite problem. My origin story really is my dad just just saying, hey, look into this. And I wish I would have listened, you know, 2012 would have been really nice. But but it is what it is. My origin story is from, it comes from my dad. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, dude. Did he buy Bitcoin too or did he? So he wanted my help to do that. Oh, yeah. okay. So he was that's why he was trying to orange. He was depending on me. Yeah, he was depending on me. And it's really funny story. You know, fast forward to 2021. First time I met Max in person. Um, it, it's so funny because, you know, they're they're super nice. Mm -hmm. But you, you don't know this about Bitcoiners until you see him in person. And uh, I was, you know, I saw him from afar and it's it's just this this feeling of, oh, my gosh, that he's right there. And uh, I got to go say hi. And I do. I, and I was like, hey, can, is it okay if I ask you a question? He said, yeah, come on. I said, well, you know, my, my, I'm all nervous at the time. Oh, my, my, my dad, you know, he told me about it and we follow you. He's like, okay, give me your phone. He, he takes my phone and he starts recording. He's like, what's your dad's name? And I tell him and he starts saying, hey, such and such. I'm right here with your son. And wow. Yeah, I am. So he sends him a message and my dad's just flipping out. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was, you know, all, all of that full circle. And, you know, and by the way, both Max and Stacy have been great throughout my, uh, my endeavor of, oh man, I want to build something. I want to build something that can help onboard more people. And that's, you know, and that's how eventually came to this, to, to Yopaki. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's an amazing story. I, I, I didn't know Max did that. I actually have an interesting Max and Stacy story that I don't think I've ever shared before. Oh, let's go. Um, so, you know, I was in the crypto space in like yeah. 2017, 2018. Uh -huh. We were at this place called HoshoCon. Okay. Because I knew one of the guys that was running that company. It was like a cybersecurity company for like, uh, like I don't know, Ethereum projects or something. <laughs> this was like when the, you know, wow. oh, there was a lot of these tokens. Yeah. I didn't know anything of anything back then. Uh, so uh, I got invited. So I went over there, started, I was covering it just like my media company was covering, mm -hmm. you know, the, this, this event. And uh, I was in the, the PR room, just like, you know, just uh -huh. sitting, sitting there, Here like do, doing my thing. Uh -huh. And I see Max and Stacy from afar, like at the other table. And they're, they're in this like kind of meeting where this guy's like pitching them their idea or whatever. Did you know who they were? Uh, Max Stacy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, so like I'm in the PR room and I'm like recording like a, a podcast for it. Okay. So I literally, after the guy leaves, I can tell they're like, 
uh, they're in that situation where they don't want to be bothered anymore because mm. they just got, you know, mm. rung through or whatever. And, but, you know, my job was to be there and to get everybody's <laughs> opinion on things. So my job <laughs> is to be kind of like, you need to get in there. I need to get in there. So <laughs> I go out to them and I, and I just see their faces and Stacy, bless her heart. She goes, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little, uh, little interview here. I was like, yeah, just two minutes, you know? Uh-huh. And she, we start talking we're talking, I think at the time we were talking about the Libra coin or something. Oh, and, and Max, yeah. and Max's face, I can tell he just can't help himself because Stacy starts talking about it. And then Max goes from like a, a frown face to like a happy face. He's like, you know what? And he starts going into his whole rant. And then I, I grabbed it and I posted on, on, oh, that's awesome. on Thriller podcast or Thriller Crypto at that time. Oh, yeah. wow. This is pre-Thriller. Yeah, this was called, this is when it was oh, the, called Thriller Crypto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, God. sorry. Wow. Guys. Sorry to let you down. But uh, yeah, I think everybody goes through their journey, yeah, journey right? Uh, yeah. But it was cool because they, at the time, they knew Bitcoin was a thing. But yeah. lo and behold, you know, five years later, I mean, look what I'm doing now. So it's like, it's those type of it. This is why I'm always like really lenient with uh, crypto people. It's like those interactions that crypto people get in the early, in, in, their, er, in, their, in their early journeys. Mm-hmm leads them to Bitcoin eventually, because let's say hypothetically, like, you know, you know, Max Stacy were like mean to me. It's like, yeah, you're crypto, yeah. you, you know, whatever, like what, and they were just treating me like the way they treat people online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever have made a pub lab, you know, it'll probably, you know, push me away from doing it. I love that you say that because, you know, so many times I think about that journey and the timing of it, because, you know, obviously I feel for me, I feel like, ah, oh, I wish I would have started earlier, but the truth is if I would have started earlier, there's a good chance I might've included some sort of blockchain or crypto part to it. And, and the timing, it just, it just kept push, it being pushed and pushed and pushed until it formed this really clear vision of, Hey, this is what we want to do. It has purpose in it. It's not just the, Oh, cool. I want to be an entrepreneur because I've done this for other companies. There's purpose behind this. I can see myself doing this regardless of anything, right? It's not about, oh man, what's, you know, what's going to happen in three years, four years, this we're, we're in it to win it. I, I mean, really. And when I say we, I, I include my, my co-founder who's a very talented developer. Yeah. So, so, so let's talk about that. Cause I, I agree a hundred percent. I think to, to, to run a Bitcoin company is, is completely different than running like a tech company. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think the, the, the stakes are higher. Uh, it comes with a lot of uh, backlash if you, you know, make this decision or that decision. Um, you have to be morally and ethically aligned with the ethos of yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, you have to probably work 20 times as harder because it's just on all the time, 24-7, 365. Um, what, do you, what do you think about that kind of... Uh, that kind of, that kind of mountain to climb and then having to put together a team like, like Carlos and the mm-hmm. rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we talk about it also, you know, here in Austin and Bitcoiners, we talk about, oh man, it's crazy to see how many people are building other things and they're taking the easy path. Right. But the, the reason why we get together and we're willing to go through that hard part of of the whole thing, right? The racing and the building and making sure it works and the vulnerabilities and the countries and all of that is, uh, it's because we're built for, for the long term, man. You know, the, the team that has been put together for Yopaki originally wasn't, it, it wasn't built to just be another 
Mexican guy, right? The, the way I met Carlos was through a connection I made through, through PlayUpLab as well. And uh, that connection said, hey, man, you, you do have some really good ideas. I think that your, your purpose is aligned. You guys should talk and, and let's see where things go. Um, from the first time we spoke, we connected in a way that he said, hey, I'm on board. I, I'm in. And just, and I remember this very clearly. He said, hey, just so you know, Mexico's a big country. You're not the only person thinking about building something like this. We're, we're, we're aware of that. It's 130 million people as, as of today, plus another 30 million Mexican-Americans that live in the U.S. So that's, that's a big population. And other companies have, you know, maybe flirted with the idea but it's it's a nightmare. It's 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 not for everybody. You you need to be ready to to overcome a lot of cultural difficulties and regulation difficulties that you know we we feel we are in a position to to withstand because of our connections, because of our knowledge, and because of things we built in the past. How how hard is it to to actually build a, a remittance system cross borders from um, Mexico? USA or just anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like, like I know you've been, you've been at it for a while now. And yeah. so like you can kind of, and there's other people looking in it. So absolutely. What, what do you, what do you think is the hardest thing when it comes to that? Is it just the red tape? Is it just, it's, the it's red bureaucracy? tape. It is. And in this specific case of, of Mexico, there's a, there's a, there's a law that they've, they've implemented in the last two years. That's called the FinTech law. The problem or the challenge with that law is that the people that created it, the people that wrote it, they actually don't even fully understand it. So, I mean, you would think, oh, why isn't company A, B, or C also applying for those licenses? Well, that's because it's not a guarantee that you're going to get that license. So that red tape also includes who do you know down there? It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it is just, it's a matter of time before we break ground. And when I say we, it's not just Yopaki. It's, it's the rest of the companies that are already building, you know, DCA or remittances. So do you think, do you think one person gets through, let's say a Yopaki gets through and then everybody else can kind of fall behind? Do you think that's kind of how, it, how it's going to play out? Or how I, do you think it's going to play out? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, obviously there's companies in the space that have a lot of funds to do that. And, uh, you know, if that happens, I think it's overall bullish for, for all of us. Um, one of the things that Carlos and I like to, to think about and to talk about is in, in the fiat space, there's people and merchants who prefer to use the Visa network, MasterCard, and then there's American Express, right? So we, we don't see that actually as a, as a barrier. We see it as, a, as an opportunity for all of us to get into that gigantic opportunity to onboard both people that know what Bitcoin is, and then of course, those unbanked in, in, in the country. Um, taking that first step is, is definitely a monumental task. Uh, we we're willing to, to go through that, you know, for as long as it takes. And, you know, our, our vision as of right now is, uh, currently there's not a, there's not an exchange in Mexico that is specific to Bitcoin. So our, our goal is to be Mexico's only Bitcoin only platform. Boss. So, uh. Man, that's bullish for, for as long as that, that happens. Right. Once yeah. we have the rest of the big boys enter that, that, that's great. I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's bullish and, and capitalism will probably take care of the rest, depending on marketing strategies and we'll all have things to share. I've talked to other co-founders who have built successful businesses in Bitcoin 
and they've been nothing but helpful and, and, and sharing into some of the things that, you know, I need to be looking out for. So th that part has been really humbling to, to, to say, Hey, have you looked into this? Have you looked into this other part? So yeah, there's so a, far that's the experience. That's, that's kind of the cool thing. Like just hearing the, the day-to-day -day grind that you're, you're doing with Yopaki. And when we have our talks, it's, it's always interesting to hear that you talk to so-and-so and then like, what do they say? And they're like, <laughs> man, they had so much more that, you know, it was just good to put on my radar. And I was like, okay, cool. It, to me, it's always inspiring to hear those, mm -hmm. those, uh, those conversations are happening. And uh, most people don't, you know, the average club doesn't know that, you know, it's a village, right? <laughs> it is, to yeah. raise one company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, what's, what's the, what's the biggest barrier right now? Um, I mean, we, we discussed the red tape. We discussed like some of the bureaucracy behind it. If there's none. Um, it, I know one of our mutual friends, Gustavo wrote a paper on mm -hmm. like the, the money and the, the Mexico history of it. Um, what are your thoughts on, on that? Do you think that plays any importance to, to Bitcoin uh, when we look at capturing the market in Mexico? It does. And, uh, you know, the, the work he's doing is, is pretty, it's pretty impressive because it's not just about telling people, Hey, this is Bitcoin and this, it's just a digital money and, you know, give it the simple explanation when people don't even know what money is. Right. So it's, it's important for, especially those on banked to know how they can access. Cause everyone has a phone, by the way, everybody has a cell phone. You go to third world countries or developing countries and everybody will have a smartphone, not even a Nokia. I mean, I'm talking a full on smartphone. So the, the access to the lightning network simplifies that. However, to be able to get into that space, you still need to deal with money transmitter license. And that's you're sending from the U S that is the part that I believe is, is what's holding a lot of companies. It's really expensive. It's really time consuming. And, uh, you know, in, in terms of the adoption that, that you're talking about, it's really important to focus on the education part. What, what Gustavo is doing is, is awesome. Um, I, I think he's, he's got a three part series and so far he's released two. Um, but, uh, Education is going to be huge. Do you, do you think there's any kind of uh, things that we can learn from how they rolled it out in El Salvador? Um, you know, whether it's the Bitcoin beach wallet or what they're doing with mm -hmm. Galoy or even what, you know, Jack did with strike or mm -hmm. do you think there's anything there that we can kind of take from and like also yeah. just uh, put that into action in, in Mexico? 100%. And I wish, so there's, there's aspects of, of our roadmap that I cannot disclose yet. Yeah. But what I can tell you is, the blueprint that Bitcoin Beach has implemented and now open sourced along with, uh, you've heard of Mi Primer Bitcoin? No, no. What's that? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's an educational course for high school students. Oh, no, no. I, I think I have. I think I have. Okay. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Also open source. So, you know, if you felt like reading it, you can download it right now. Okay. I mean, the, the barriers of entry for, for the knowledge part, it, it's no longer an excuse to not learn Bitcoin. I mean, you can download a manual in Spanish and read what it is. This, honestly, this hasn't been priced in into, you know, what, what will happen with Bitcoin in Latin America. But right now, every, I don't know the exact time, so I'm not going to quote it, but I know every couple of months, there's a set of students in El Salvador that goes through that. Uh, I, I think as of right now, it's just a diploma. So they go through a couple of weeks and they learn how to do it. Then, I mean, the whole thing, even 
transferring into a cold wallet and, and, and a test and all. And uh, after that, they get a diploma and a certificate that they understand what Bitcoin is, a Lightning Network is. So having that and Bitcoin Beach is, is a good example of, and I know it's, it's, let's call it a small lab, right? If it's a laboratory that has given results, it can be duplicated. It's just a matter of how many people are going to take that project and you need to be all on board. So the tools exist. It's just a matter of, of, of time. And, you know, for, for the other parts of, of uh, the education, I, I guess we'll have to reconnect on that at some point to, to make right. it more public. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fascinating. I, I think, uh, I always tell you this all the time. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it requires somebody doing, or at least attempting to do, you know, what others have tried or would consider impossible. Um, I, I think there's something to be said about an individual or a group of individuals that, um, break the wall, quote unquote, so the rest of them can come in afterwards. That's, you know? oh man, I, I forgot who it was, but last week I read, might've been from, uh, extreme ownership. It's, it's a book by this, uh, vet former military. And one of the things he talks about is not just being accountable for the things that you do, but also putting yourself in situations that are hard. The more, the more you're put in those situations, the, e the easier it becomes, right? And, you know, we have simple examples like doing the cold plunges or going to the gym every day or whatever it is, just showing up to the lab, even when it's stressful, right? So doing those things and sharing those moments on a daily basis is, is I believe what makes Bitcoiners really special. We just don't give up, man. Like I, so many times, so many of us could have just said, ah, you know what, this, this is too hard. It, it's just too complicated. The, the barrier of entry is too, it's too difficult. It's too expensive. I can just go get a, a fiat job. So many people here in the office that I've seen are incredibly talented. I mean, they could be working at any of the, the big tech companies, but, but they don't want to because there's purpose in the things that we're doing, what we're building. So, so I think there's a lot, a lot of, of tenacity and just not giving up that goes hand in hand with, with, uh, with Bitcoiners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, dude, it's, it's, um, it can be hard. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it's, it, can, it, it can be really hard. I, I think you gotta have to, you know, you gotta just kind of have to put it, um, in front of you, you got to yeah. put it all in front of you and then start knocking them out. Right. One by one. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, at some point it reaches momentum speed and then it's just blast off. But, um, and then surrounding yourself, uh, my co-founder Carlos, uh, has a really strong background. Did, so you, so you, okay. So you found him through blah, blah, but, um, like as far as like the roles in y'all's company, what, what, what is it that uh, he focuses on primarily? Yeah. So he is 100% in charge of the developing aspect. So he's, you know, not just co-founder, but CTO. And uh, as that, he understands everything that happens. He's a full, ugh, man, I could just go on and on because the dude is just so talented. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, we were putting a document together and I was just like, hey, can you share some of your other skills? You know, just, uh, I just kind of want to get a, a better idea. And the guy sent this list that I had to call him up and say, hey, are you, are you kidding me right now? Really? <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, I'll, I'll just start with a, so he's an, he's an actuary, which basically makes him a mathematician. So he's already a math genius, right? Yeah. Um, he does his studies in, in, in Mexico. 
gets his actuary title and then gets a job uh, in the European Union. So moves to Switzerland. While he's in Switzerland, he kind of gets bored of the whole actuary thing and decides to go into computer science. Mm-hmm. Actually, hold on. Before computer science, he gets a he gets a master's in quantitative finance. So for wow, yeah. So for anyone that knows, if if you've heard the term quant, that that's what that is. Is someone that has a master's in 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 finance, quantitative, so mathematics, science, finance, whatever the hell that means. Gosh, yeah. And uh, but then he gets bored of that, right? Um, <laughs> as he should. Right? As he should. <laughs> I like it. Oh, by the way, while he's doing this, he's learning French and German on top of his English and Spanish. So why not um, add it to yeah, the bucket? I mean, he's already there. <laughs> and uh, once he gets into computer science, he decides to do the entire stack of languages and he becomes an expert. And, you know, his journey is really, really cool, too. You know, he, he helped build a, a really cool company in the Bitcoin space as well. So um, can you share who it is? Or? I don't know. Yeah, we probably, think, we probably should. Yeah, I think people know, but oh, people know. But, but I mean, but, but just people that we know know. People that we know know. Yeah, that should be enough, I guess. Yeah, as it is, he's pretty quiet actually. So he probably doesn't want it. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. But yeah. it's. It, I will say for the plugs that are listening, it, cool. It's, you know what it is, and it's cool. <laughs> it's very cool. It's really yeah. based. Yeah, it's pretty based. <laughs> um, One of the most based ones. Yeah, if not the top based. <laughs> yeah, um, probably the top based. So, you know, funny enough, we were following each other or at least he was following me. So by yeah. the time we connected, it was, uh, it, it was instant just connection and, oh, cool. Yeah. I, I kind of want to do this too, but I didn't know who with. And, and now that you're reaching, Did you go down in Mexico? I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we actually hung out, uh, let's see, December, there was a Bitcoin plus plus. Oh yeah. There. Yeah. The privacy one. Yeah. Yeah. No one was supposed to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was wearing masks. Except the internet. Yeah. Did you, was he wearing a mask too? We were all given masks. Oh, wow. We were all given a uh, luchador. Have you seen oh. the, the lucha libre? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody, everybody got. No one had the nuts. natural libre mask? I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> no. It's unfortunate. And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, our conversations usually, you know, touch so many topics and we always end up talking about, yeah, you know what? We're, we're, we're doing this right, man. We're building it. This is going to be special. It's going to take us, you know, whatever it takes us, but, but we're, we're in this and, and, and it's going to work. So, uh, yeah, I think I showed him enough, right? I think he, he would be happy if he, if he hears this, but, um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty quiet out there. He's, you know, yeah. he just wants to focus on, on building, making sure things work. You can see when you have conversations with him, his brain just starts going and going and going. And then all of a sudden he just brings a question yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. That's cool, man. I like that. I like that. So what are you, what are you, what are you looking forward to coming up now? And then now that you made, the, now that you made the announcement about Yo Packy um, out there in the space, y'all are building, like what's, what's the, where the goalposts for, for the rest of the year? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're learning as, as we go. And uh, thank goodness there's so many cool people here to, to ask for advice. But, um, you know, part of, part of the next process of, of the things we need to do is we'll, we'll start talking to, you know, to investors and let them know. Uh, our stage, our roadmap, um, cannot disclose certain things about, uh, our startup, but we have a pretty strong foundation in, in, in our advisory board, which is, you know, it, it's, it's bullish. It gives us a, gives us opportunities to, to move forward with what we want to do. Um, as far as the build out, it's, it's all in Carlos's hand. Now it's going to be my, my job to, to make sure other Bitcoiners get excited about it. Because one of the things maybe I haven't uh, talked about as much, and I need to make sure that yeah. uh, I address this on, on even on Twitter, is that although we will be 
Mexico's only Bitcoin only exchange, we also operate within the United States. I mean, we're going to get the license. Oh, wow. So, really? So, Car, if you're going to buy Bitcoin, you, you, got, you can DCA through your pocket, what? right? So, Dude, about, I've been yeah. waiting for one of my friends to build a Bitcoin exchange. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's one of the things uh, we, we need to push more besides, you know, our jurisdiction of, hey, we're, we're entering the Mexican market and, and, and beyond uh, Latin America, but starting with Mexico. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's 2023 roadmap will come in stages. And uh, do you think you're going to go like the, the web web version first? Or are you thinking absolutely. more of a mobile platform? Yeah, like, we're, what are going, you thinking? we're going web-based first. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of the application, it's, it's not super complicated either from, from what I'm told by Carlos, but we need to make sure that everything runs smoothly and we, we gain traction and we want to hear feedback. Yeah. Cause, cause I think just like for me, what got me excited about Eopaki is just the, the, that that it it poses itself as a like a net, mm-hmm. and if you're throwing that net across <laughs> Mexico, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know stuff that you're gonna grab. Um, so the fact that there's not a Bitcoin only exchange in Mexico mm-hmm. is like it it piques interest. It's like whoa, like if you can be the first to market, and even if you're not the first to market, I mean, if you're the second or third, I mean. Absolutely. And there's, there's, there's yeah, yeah. huge opportunity there because I mean, you know, the peso is like worth nothing at this point. And I was in Mexico city and, uh, oh, yeah, me, you were there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Me and Logan were ago. eating like Kings over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got sick a couple of times, but other than that, like yeah. Yeah, he was fine, but dude, we were eating like Kings and you know, Chico's here, tacos there, you know, <laughs> like it was, it was a great time. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. But it was because, you know, we were coming in with dollars and sure. we could exchange them the out exchange for pesos. Rate. Sure. Um, I think there was a Bitcoin bar down there, there too is, as yeah. well. And there's like other small things. But um, for the most part, uh, I think it was Roma Norte that, yeah. that has like a really good kind of like, mm-hmm. it very reminds me of Austin a little bit, but it has like a, a like a Bitcoiner. You could see there's like a Bitcoiner crypto scene there. Yeah. That, that's you, you say the word. You say Bitcoin and people know what you're talking about yeah. in certain areas. That specific Roma Norte, yes, for sure, people know. Yeah. So that to me, that's bullish. Again, it's just a, it's it's a matter of how we tell this story because yes, it's inevitable that other exchanges will go, not just us, uh, being specific to Bitcoin, but everyone's story will be differently told, right? So that that's where we we really want to help those that have been scammed by all of these other projects and that are signing up to all these other exchanges with promises of yield and, and all this other garbage, man. And, you know, I, I constantly get friends from, from high school, family, cousins, just ask me, Hey, how's your trade going? Yeah. (laughs) Closer. Did you hear about this? Should I get this coin? And I think by, by now I've made it pretty clear that no Bitcoin only, but it's tough, man. Like not everybody has a cousin that lives in the States and says, Hey, what should I do? Should I get into this? It's, it's tough. It's tough. So a lot of people are getting scammed. And, and those are one of the things that personally, as someone that grew up in that country in both privileged and then not so privileged circumstances, it, it pisses me off, man, because you're taking advantage of the most vulnerable people. And, and that's just, yeah, it, I, we're willing to fight for that. That's, that's why I kind of love what they're doing in Africa now with Bitcoin yeah. and, and how that movement's going. I mean, you saw what like the Hoskinson did, right? With Cardano <laughs> yes. back in the day when he yeah. went in there and it was just like disgusting. He was giving out all this tokens and it was yeah. just like complete oh, scam, man. dude. 
Remember yeah, that? I remember that. Gosh, that was like 2018, I yep, think. 2018. So That's this is right. where Bitcoin and, and, and like sats and lightning is so important mm-hmm. to these little, um, you know, places that, that you know, that because Bitcoin is really, I mean, if you think about it, dude, it's the only thing that could possibly level the playing field in all sorts yeah. of different yeah. areas of, of the world. It's right. powerful, man. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> man, dude. Yeah. It's, um... Yo, Packy. Oh, let's yeah. let's talk about the name, by the way, because the name. Yeah, I think you. Wait, know. I, I thought it was uh, your grandpa's None. brothers. It, it, it goes deeper than that. Does it really? So, so yeah, I had to okay, play. Okay, okay. So we, tell me, Yo Packy, what is it? We had to play around with with the name a little bit, but so Yo Packy, uh, the origin comes oh, from yeah, that's right from one of the languages, which is really more of a dialect from the country Aztec. So. There's more than 350 dialects in, 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 in Mexico, in the region of Mexico, the Mayans and the Aztecs and the Olmecas and Toltecas. There's, there's tons. But the Aztecs were one of the most powerful ones. So if you went to the pyramids, those are Aztec pyramids. Okay. And their language, their, their dialect is called Nahuatl. Wait, right? say that again slower? <laughs> yeah, Nahuatl. So wow. there's so there's like a weird t- at the end. Is that just like a, a a language in the village? It's it's yeah. It's just it's a it's diastic language. Wow. Yeah. And and there's actually two words that we use on on a daily basis that originate from uh, from from Nahuatl. It's what is avocado comes from avocado, and uh, chocolate, chocolatl is originally oh, wow. a, it's a it's an Aztec word. So you, I'm always throwing that like at yeah, the end. Yeah, right? you can. Yeah, <laughs> chocolatl. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went that route because we wanted to connect it to, to multiple things, not just the culture, but yo means the essence. And it's, it was originally, it's Y-O-L, yo, paki. Once essence, paki means happiness, the essence of happiness. So Gosh. for us, I mean, connecting it to Bitcoin and, and purpose, yo, paki. That is, makes sense. It, yeah. So that makes total sense. Yeah. Because people will see it and they'll know. Yeah. yeah, there's an emotional connection. There's an emotional it. cultural connection. Um, I've had people in the space too. I think the first person that said, "Oh man, that's a super sick name." Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she she, she knew. Yeah, she knew. No, yeah. she didn't know what it meant, but, but she uh, knew it was something because I think she knows all like the 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 she because she would from what she told me she used to go out there into like the villages and talk to okay there was like certain languages because she's like a what do you call those people that just know a lot of different languages uh polyglot yeah yeah she was one of those oh you t- i know who you're talking about okay so actually yeah she was the first one. Second person was uh desiree from thunder games oh okay so she knew too oh, yeah wow. so when she she's like oh my gosh i love your name i'm like okay if i get if i get two bitcoiners to to agree that yeah. it's a cool name i think we're in we're in a good track gosh dude that's amazing yeah so you're you're gonna be speaking uh at our first ever startup date dude Oh, did you know that? I better get ready. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is your team is Carlos coming down? Car- Carlos will be here. Yeah, he'll be here. Ah, so you're so gonna you're gonna present Yo Packy. He'll, to... he'll break his anonymity for for the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll I mean, we here. could probably get him a, a lucho. Oh, lucho. <laughs> oh, I love it. Full circle, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was gonna say though. But um, what are you hoping to present that day for for startup day? I'm just curious. Yeah, because so, I don't even know. Okay, well, let's keep it a surprise. Yeah. Nah, nah. Now we'll, we'll highlight our, our main strategy. So we won't talk about all stages of Yopaki, yeah. but we'll highlight the first two. Uh, we're going to do a, a funny video too. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I, we get I, first, I think we get first look. You, you, you get first look, but uh, if anyone, 
in Austin or outside of Austin is thinking about coming to SATS, they, they should. It, it'll be super entertaining. It'll be worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. I love uh, it, man. Uh, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm just going to say this from the bottom of my heart, man. And, and people are probably like, man, Car, you say this on every guest. But uh, <laughs> oh, it's no. true, though. You, you, but you really mean it this time. No, no, it's not even that. It's just, I, 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 dude, Bitcoiners are such an inspiration in my life, man from afar, even the ones I don't even know. Right. Like mm. I was talking to John's this morning from bolt.fund and, and we're, we're nice. going into like what it feels like to be building what we're uniquely building in the bear market right now. Yeah. And I'm telling John's and I'm like, dude, don't worry, man, we can support each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, let's fucking go car. I'm like, I know dude. Yeah. I was, cause at, at some point, um, you can't depend on the rest of the space to help you. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's your brothers in arms, right? It's the mm -hmm. people that are uniquely um, positioned to um, move together over the course of a decade, right? Alongside of each other. And I think it's important for, you know, places like Plub Lab and other places around uh, uh, the world to like help out, you know, startups enter the space, right? But mm -hmm. it's so freaking hard. You need, you need a support system. So for me, seeing you build what you built here in the past four months at the lab and then what you've been working towards for over a year and a half, it's inspiring as hell, man. Your, your work ethic is, I mean, dare I say, sorry, Michael, it's, it's up there with Mr. Oshi himself. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's relentless. You know, we were pushing last night towards to get all these things launched. And guess who was on the phone with me till like 11 o'clock at night last night? Oshi, Michael. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see from you. It's just that relentless pursuit of like excellence it and, means and a lot it means a lot it's amazing to watch dude do you agree that doing this work is fun though it's not just work i bring it home by the way i mean my wife will know i bring it home but it's part of that purpose it's not just a checklist and 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 i think in our in our case bitcoiners when i say our case there's so much more, man. There's just so much more. So that work ethic, I see it here. You guys sometimes are here through the weekend and just long hours. It's contagious. So it's good pressure. It's like, hey, people around me are stepping it up. I need to step up.